Hello, and welcome to Insurance Insights, a podcast from Capgemini Financial Services that looks at the latest trends in financial services through the lens of some of its leading experts. I'm Mary Ellen Harn, and this episode is all about insurance trends from the viewpoint of testing experts. And joining me today is Shiva Balasubramanian, who is the head of emerging technology and innovation for insurance at Capgemini, and also Spiros Leolis, who is chief technologist for Global Alliances for Microfocus. Thanks to both of you for being a part of this podcast, and let's just jump right into our discussion. So starting with 2020, it was without doubt a historic year on many accounts. What technology trend or change most surprised you? And, and let's start our t- discussion with Spiros. Thank you, Mary Ellen. Uh, indeed, it has been a historic year by all means and accounts. And I have been very surprised with three really major areas in that space. The first one is a, a huge growth in the space of RPA and the mobile app development. I mean, RPA was always here for the last uh, five to seven years, but the growth in RPA alone, especially now that people had had to leave the offices, they had to be, they had to work remotely, or there was enormous amount of job that has been added due to the pandemic, really was uh, a, a, a phenomenal year for the growth of robotic process automation. The second one, and that actually was the result to a very large degree of the pandemic, was anything around personal fitness, personal diagnostics, health monitors. Quite a few uh, developments have happened so that we can monitor our health, our, how to wash our hands better, or reminders so that we need to you know, change our masks, or the smartwatches that have now enabled functionalities to monitor potentially any risks that we may have due to the pandemic. That has actually uh, grown a lot in that space the last one year. And specific to the insurance, again, because of people have were forced to work from home, employees primarily on the area, we have now seen a lot, uh, lots and lots of policy servicing happening through mobile and web. So no longer is the paperwork where we had to, you know, write down the, the different uh, components or you know, we had to fill in the blanks and send it through. We had to minimize the touch component. So now a lot of the policy servicing is just happening through mobile and web. To me, these are the three major trends that have actually surprised me in the area of insurance. Let's turn to Shiva. Are those the same trends that surprised you or something different? Let me add on to what Spiros just said. His focus and the ideas that he just shared are largely around adoption on digital technologies. What surprised me in 2020 was customers, both banking and as well as insurance carriers, trying to embrace emerging technologies. There are two interesting topics that came, which are interesting in the market that I've I've seen in, in, in the past. Number one is on the telematic space. You've seen less and less cars you know, driven in the roads, which means many of the policy owners wanted flexibility and wanted to adopt usage-based insurance models, which they were traditionally shying away from. Pandemic, in my view, has actually accelerated that adoption and usage. What this means is these new technologies means newer ways of testing it, newer ways of identifying what the customer experience would be. So that was a surprise to me. The second area is, I mean, it's a no surprise, it's a digital payments. Most of us used uh, wallets, virtual wallet. Cash was very less used in because there was obviously no physical interaction. And a good example for that was and one of the insurance carriers that we had been interacting with during the pandemic, many small business owners closed their shops. So 
they had to issue some checks because uh, they had submitted certain claims. But the agents could not go back to the office uh, because they had to manually process those claims. So clearly, digital payments was the center of the uh, initiative where they can automate that operations. So telematics and digital payments were two technologies that I think I caught on very surprisingly as emerging tech, as a, a more wider adoption in the market media. Thank you, Shiva. Now let's turn to transformation. It's always the buzzword and it's always the focus. Would you say that there was measurable transformation in the QE industry? And how will that change the evolution of software testing in the future? Let's continue on with you, Sheva. Interesting question, Mariel. And I think the biggest traction that I saw on the transformation is adoption to a product-centric model, which means how can an insurance a carrier or a bank support an end customer from their meeting their value or meeting their customer journeys. Two areas that I saw significant impact was on what I call it as a FERPS model, which is uh, focused on a lot more on functional and as well as uh, more around non-functional testing. I'll explain a little bit about the FERPS model. The FERPS model is very famous. I mean, it you can clearly see an areas on how do we test functionality, usability, reliability, performance, and security. There's a lot more emphasis on the functionality in the past, but in the 2020, clearly seen a good amount of focus on usability, reliability, performance, and security. What that means is also a focus on customer and user-centric testing. And to me, I think that is a big shift in the industry across different industry verticals, whether it is a telecom, whether it is a retail, whether it is an insurance carrier or a banking client, there is an increased focus around how do we provide a, a seamless customer experience. Now, Spiros can add his own point of view, but I think uh, I've seen that quite predominantly in the market now. Spiros, what is your point of view? No, pretty much in line with uh, what uh, Shiva just mentioned. I mean, we have seen, I should say, a historic and probably a forced change acceleration on people, technology, and process. So um, I'm I'm not going to repeat everything that Shiva said, but the fact that we have had this, uh, we've went through this, I should say, historic changes, there have been an acceleration on people, process, and technology that really, really led to a completely different approach engineers take on their daily work, on, on their daily lives. We have more and more people working from home. So the way we do cast application testing has completely changed as opposed to being in the office or having small groups out of an enterprise office and testing on the application or things like that. The fact that these people are sitting in different locations pretty much from home now, the fact that they need to perform application testing regardless of what the application is, whether it is on-premises, in, in a data center, uh, whether it is cloud, that actually has introduced new norm. So th- that is really a, a forced acceleration, right? I mean, not it was forced upon us to, to change the way we do the, the work. So this new norm will continue. Transformation in the QE industry is, is going to go through what I call the tectonic shift in the years to come. You're absolutely right. There is definitely a tectonic shift underway with what's happened with the pandemic, what that's going to look like going forward. But let's now look at our own individual organizations. Uh, What changes or modernizations are our organizations focusing on in 2021? Shiva, let's start with you and Capgemini. Sure, Mary Ellen. I would say there are about three buzzwords in the market. One, digital. Two, 
data and three sun cloud we not i mean we have all heard this so many times in the past couple of years but truly in 2021 you will see more of that in many different applications cloud is widely adopted or getting adopted in many organizations whether uh, it's a public or a private cloud or a multi cloud strategy many organizations are moving for speed to market for efficiency and cost savings and there's a lot of focus around data i think it's an interesting topic by itself because what pandemic has actually shown is there are new sources of data that are required in order to be able to better manage your risks or better service your customers so having the ability to source the data and leveraging the data for your business is going to be pretty critical and the third part uh, which i think is all about the digital technologies we talk about open banking we talk about open insurance so lot more uh, api ai ml type of focus will continue to be there in the market today and clearly you can see that everything is very well connected in the digital world so there is going to be more opportunities around connected product testing strategies where you will need to focus on interoperability data integration third party system integration legacy to digital transformation and things like that so all this focus around digital data cloud in in a very connected world is going to be a big focus as we as we move into the modernization in 2021 very interesting shiva now spiros let's talk about microfocus microfocus is a recognized leader in the space of application security for over uh, 25 30 years now so what we have identified as a, as a increasing need for the years to come is the the incorporation or the introduction or as you say the integration of cybersecurity in the in the application testing landscape so when people are speaking to devops we are speaking about devsecops right when people are, are talking about applications performance engineering we're talking about application performance and security engineering things like that the it, we have identified that cybersecurity is really becoming an ever increasing fo- focal point for us and we start by designing secure applications from the very early stages from the inception point of view so everything is secure by design the second one is that we are introducing especially in the insurance space and as well as the financial services we're looking at identity and access management based validation we're looking at understanding who has access to what and for what purposes right so the the introduction of of the identity access or IAM into the entire application testing scenario is becoming very critical the second one is that we're capitalizing a lot is on the security operation center right these socks are becoming more and more important aspects of an organization right we're looking to recognize patterns where we are ingesting data we're understanding the data i believe shiva spoke to to the data extensively we're anal- uh, analyzing data so now once we have that clarity once we have understood those patterns we can actually build specific policies people driven policies Thank you Spiros. Now let's continue on with you. Turning outward now, what will be the key QE theme in 2021? 
Ooh, that's a very interesting question. So the first one that I see is the application performance at the edge, right? The boundary conditions of any applications that will run at the edge, whether it's going to be a smartwatch application, a mobile device application, something that runs on, on the vehicle. As Shiva mentioned earlier on, things around telematics and the connected vehicles connected everything. So these applications must be able to perform at the edge. Application testing the put on top, I should say, the security testing of these applications, it's absolutely critical. I believe it's going to be a major theme for 2021. Not only it's going to be a, a major theme for the years, for the decade to come. But that requires data accuracy, right? We need to really understand what are we ingesting, how accurate the data is, how well we process the data, whether we should, what are ephemeral data, what are permanent data. So that requires a, a degree of understanding, ingesting, processing, reviewing, and representing the data in a way that it actually makes uh, business sense. So to me, that is the, the second major thing that I'm expecting to happen for 2021 and again for the years to come. And the third one is security operations automation, right? There are not enough hands uh, to, to manage everything around security these days. The fact that we have so much data, the fact that we have so much operations, the fact that we have millions, if not billions of connected devices, it, it, it will require a large degree of automation where that automation is going to take care of the, let's say, the easily replicatable uh, tasks, the, the tasks where we do not need to assign people to handle them, but it's going to handle everything that is pretty much, I should say, repetitive, and we will allow people to only handle or we will escalate to people that can handle things that they are out of the boundaries. I believe these are the major three key themes for uh, quality engineering for 2021. Thank you, Spiros. And Shiva, what is your opinion on what the key QE themes are going to be? Uh, it goes back to the previous question that you asked, Mary Ellen, around the transformation focus. So the quality engineering will go hand in hand in that. So I mentioned about digital cloud and as well as data. So definitely there is going to be a lot more quality engineering uh, focus on these two areas. Digital can be also legacy modernization of any of the existing legacy systems that are in mainframes and modernization of that and testing definitely need to be uh, adopted in a dif different way. That's number one. Talked about cloud. Cloud adoption is, is extremely important in 2021, which means we will focus on cloud assurance, cloud performance, cloud data engineering and cloud data assurance. All of this is very important. But while you know, what you saw from Spiros' discussion and as well as from what I am seeing in the market on digital data and cloud, there is going to be an interesting view on quality engineering for non-functional testing or what we call as a test ecosystems. This can be test data management, test environment management. Uh, it can be performance assurance and things like that. Uh, a good example, most of you would have gone through the COVID vaccine registration. We all know how interesting it was. You had to go through multiple different websites. You had to schedule it in different uh, you know, places. Often, you were ending up uh, having a long wait times. To my surprise, I, there were bigger brands where you were not even allowed to get into their website and it said you were in a queue and you had to wait for about 30 minutes or so and your waiting time to even get into the login page of the website. Clearly, that's a performance uh, you know, bottleneck. 
that's to me it's a non-functional requirement that no one saw saw it coming so organizations have to be resilient which means there has to be more quality engineering focus on the functional as well as the non-functional needs uh, so that you can better serve your customers clearly i won't be going back to the website where it had made me wait for about 30 minutes where i could probably get the same experience in a fraction of a second and i do see that there is going to be a more embedded focus on technology on emerging technologies more widespread adoption which means there is going to be a very interesting uh, focus around digital cloud as well as data thank you shiva now let's let's look at the traditional testing organization we are seeing some organizations begin to dissolve the traditional testing organization will a dedicated qe organization continue to exist speros what do you think uh, dissolving is probably a stretch so i don't anticipate we are going to see dissolving these teams however we do see a shift left in the entire space overall what i mean by that is shifting left is driving more and more testing to be done by the development organizations in the past you know the developers developed and then they would throw it over the fence and the operations people would naturally test it before they go uh, they took it into the production now they're being asked to do more and more of that testing during the development Phase. And when I say testing, I don't just mean the performance and the quality or even the functional testing. I'm also speaking to the cybersecurity component of it. So keep in mind what Microfocus is capitalizing a lot on top of the application testing is the cyber is a security testing as well. So the, this, shift, this shift left is truly changing the ways of the traditional testing organization. Now, we also have a lot of new technologies that they actually allow for that change to happen, or it, it makes that change to evolve really faster. Cloud technologies and containerizations are the type of technologies where you pretty much build once and you deploy multiple times in a secure and a controlled fashion. Right. So the fact that the developers do build this build once and deploy multiple times, it allows them to do that testing themselves. They rely on microservices which have already been deployed, they have already been tested. It's only now a matter of doing some additional testing in terms of the cybersecurity, in terms of the performance and the engineering to make sure that this application, whether it's going to run from the cloud or from one cloud and then from an extra, from an additional cloud or from on premises, it's just performing. Me, right? So dissolving is probably not the right word. I do believe, however, that they are going to evolve with more and more development people together with operations people and have what we call it a, an integrated team that handles the performance, security, and engineering testing. Thank you, Spiros. And Shiva, do you share the same opinion? I mean, Spiros gave a very technical view on this particular topic. I'll give a business view in terms of what whether the organizations are going to dissolve quality engineering practices. The lines are certainly getting blurred. We are seeing increased traction where the organization expects the development team to be responsible for producing better code quality, which all means the responsibility of the quality engineering teams are now focused on building a good quality code and enabling the developers to do so in a better way and in a more productive way. So that I think requires a lot of technical focus and a technical skill set in the engineering organization. I've seen many organizations have already moved in the direction where eventually they'd like the development teams 
to test and then certify it with a very little independent testing. So the, the role of the organization for quality engineering will move into a center for enablement of the development team, the product teams, and anyone else in a product-centric model. And I, I see that as a change in many of the uh, you know organizations, financial services customers that we are working with. Mary Ellen. Very interesting. Thank you, Shiva. Thank you, Shiva and Spiros, for joining me today in this interesting and informative podcast. To our listeners, if you found this podcast interesting, please subscribe to Capgemini's Insurance Insights podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or other podcast apps. For more Capgemini Financial Services podcast, please also subscribe to our Banking, Payments, and Wealth Spotlight podcast. We'll be back soon with another podcast. And in the meantime, please connect with us on LinkedIn and Twitter and visit capgemini.com. To learn more about MicroFocus, please visit microfocus.com. This podcast has been brought to you by Capgemini Financial Services. Thanks for listening. And now-